0: Welcome to the Hot Content Marketing Podcast, here to provide you with tips, tricks, inspiration, and advice on how to market your business online. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this is the place for you, as I chat to each of our expert guests about what's working right now. I wanted to share a little bit of news with you this week, just before we jump into the main part of the show. I was approached by Mark Masters of the ID group um, and the You Are The Media conference um, a few days ago to invite uh, my little podcast, the Hot Content Marketing podcast, to be part of the You Are The Media network. Um, Now, Mark set up the You Are The Media Network um, quite recently, and the aim of it is really to champion people with side projects, people who are running events, videos, running shows and podcasts, where they're looking to build an audience from scratch and standing proud by carving their own space. So I was really, really honoured to be asked to be part of the You Are The Media Network. Um, I would invite anybody to check out um, Mark's website. I'll put links in the show notes, but he runs an agency called the ID Group, but he also want, runs a fabulous event called the um, You Are the Media Conference. And the first one took place this year. Uh, Mark has told me, this is exclusive news, um, that the potential date for the You Are the Media Conference in Bournemouth next year in 2019 is the 23rd of May. That's a potential date. But what I would say is, is, it's definitely worth attending just keep an eye on the you are the website and um, that will be where the, all the updates go for uh, the date as I say potentially the 3rd of May 2019 so that was really uh, really good news for the podcast so we will jump into the main part of the show and as usual we uh, recorded the podcast interview live on Facebook and um, I'm sure some of you were able to join live. Um, but for those of you that haven't heard the interview um, with Dan Knowlton, it's a really good one. It really is a masterclass on creating content for each individual stage of the buyer journey and um, what I loved about the interview with Dan is that he threw in so many examples and brought it all to life. Um, I just think having examples helps you understand things so much more um, and he was really full of them so I think you're really going to enjoy it. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network.
1: Hello, good to how are be you? Out. Good, yeah good.
0: Good. Very so good. To great to have you on yeah i'm good thank you yeah a little bit um wintery and gray here where we are in cumbria mm, so. are
1: you? cumbria
0: <laughs> cumbria sort of on the edge of the lake district oh, so, and nice rain. Mm.
1: yeah same here it's not it's not looking too great outside no. margate sunny margate
0: margate <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, I've been really looking forward to chatting to you, especially um, given the topic. So we're going to talk about, um, well, making creative content, aren't we? Producing creative content, but more specifically, um, I think we're going to pick your brains about creating content for the different stages for your audience when they're at different mm-hmm. stages of the of the buying funnel. Yeah. Um, so, but if we just start, if you could just, because you wear a few different hats, don't you? You. You've, Fingers in quite a few pies, I mm. would think. So if you could just start mm. by telling us a bit about, you know, what you're all about, who you are and what you what you do.
1: Sure. So I run a digital marketing agency called KPS Digital Marketing with my brother Lloyd. And um, I guess um, I do a lot of speaking because our whole strategy has been around Uh, growing a business based on building my personal brand in the marketing space. So I do a lot of speaking at different events in different countries, um, create lots of content, lots of video content online. And we ultimately, the main kind of bulk of what we do is based around social media. So um, social media management, content creation, video production, um, and developing strategies around that to help businesses achieve certain goals. And um, i like to think that we do things differently.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. um so yeah if we just um make a start really on talking about um well if we focus on the the funnel aspect of 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 it first um just to generate. so what's your kind of take on creating content and um when it comes to where people are in their journey
1: yeah so i mean i guess i think we get into this pattern of we all as businesses we all kind of know we need to create content content is the thing that attracts our customers, engages our customers and convinces them to work with us. Yeah. Um, but we all know we need to create content. But I think it's really important. We think it's really important to, um, to be a bit more strategic. So when you're creating content, um, try and understand where your customer is in their kind of buying funnel, marketing funnel. And the content you distribute to them needs to be different at each stage of the funnel. Um, yeah. And this kind of whole concept is very... Very much focused around the traditional kind of marketing funnel, where you've got a funnel shape, and at the top you've got um, or the awareness stage, where you're letting people know about you. People are hearing about you. Then you've got consideration, considering working with you. Then you've got purchase, people making a purchase. Then you've got loyalty, so they're coming back to buy more from you. That's kind of a really, really, really basic model of a marketing or sales funnel. Um, yeah. And and as a business, you need to be thinking at each of those stages, how are your customers going to be able to see your content? You know, is it through social media? Is it through your website? Is it through meeting people? Um, Is it through going to events? Is it through speaking at events? And you need to try and map out at each of those stages, what are you doing to get in front of your customers? Mm -hmm. And then think about the types of content you need to create to nudge them to that next stage.
0: Okay. So I think um, a lot of people who've got, just a, even a basic um idea of marketing will kind of be aware of the of the funnel and this whole awareness and consideration phase mm. um maybe it would be helpful if we could maybe just dig a little bit deeper into maybe one of the stages maybe start with awareness um mm-hmm. because yeah. um, that's obviously the large part of the funnel and and you know the further down the funnel the easier it is to convert those people mm. but I guess when people are just starting out and with small businesses, you know, in the first few years, um, they're going to be targeting, uh, you know, focusing a lot on the awareness, building brand awareness. Mm. So what would what would be your advice to individuals and and businesses who are wanting to reach people who are just in that awareness stage?
1: So looking back at how we did it, there's various ways you can do this. But let me just start with an example of how we did it. And then I'll share some examples of our customers and things how we're working with them to to, to build that awareness. So um, the main way that we started out building awareness, no one knew us, no one knew who we were, um, was to create educational content. So when when your potential customers have a problem that you can solve, there's various things that they're trying to overcome. There's various problems they're trying to overcome that you can help them solve. So one way to to grab their attention initially is to create content which helps them solve those problems. So mm-hmm. it educates them, and shows them how to do that. So um, for example, we when we started our blog a few years ago now we were creating lots and lots of educational content, how to develop a strategy, how to um, create a video for social media. What are the apps that you can use to create these videos? How should you structure video content? How can you use Facebook ads to grow? What should you be doing on Twitter that's different to Instagram? All of these kind of most common questions that our potential customers have around social media, around content, we were basically answering and providing those solutions completely for free online. And what that did was, we were investing so much time in giving all of this stuff away for free. But what, and we weren't getting paid initially, we were just creating all free content. We had no customers. But what we were doing was, we were building that awareness so that we were the people answering the questions, we were the people providing the solutions. So when it got to a stage when they thought, you know what, I need some more help with this, we were the go to. Company for that because we were the ones constantly helping them, nurturing them, giving them the answers to their solutions. So, educational content is um, is a really really big one. Another one is um, entertaining content. So, if you think of, I guess the way to 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 think of how can you how can you know what do you need to give your audience at this awareness stage? You need to think of what they want. They -hmm. want to to they want solutions to problems. So, educational content. Another reason they're all on these online platforms is um, for escapism. They want to be entertained. They want to view interesting, entertaining stuff. So one way that we we now, since kind of me and Lloyd have been working together in the business, um, he brings a lot more entertainment value. So we we create a lot more kind of entertaining sketch style content, all to do with marketing, to do with networking, to do with running a business, the kind of things that we know our target market will be interested in. Um, to grab their attention and get that awareness stage, so that they, you know, that they actually know who we are. They know what we're all about. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just one more example. So we've we've just started working with um, a gym. So there's a gym in Kent that we're working with, and we've we were kind of had a creative meeting to come up with ideas for what we can do to to to, to generate that awareness. And what we've actually started doing, which they're going to be coming out next month the first part of this, uh, of the content strategy, the awareness stage, we have created kind of relatable, entertaining video content based around being in a gym. So kind of um, playing off the back of the types of characters that you see in a gym that, you know, people who are interested in fitness will see the video and think, oh, I've seen someone like that or, oh, you know, I can really relate to that because I'm interested in fitness. And that's funny to me. So um, we haven't launched them yet, but we've just been editing the videos and they're going to be coming out soon. So there's just another example of how you can kind of grab people's attention in that first awareness stage.
0: Brilliant. So it's really about I love that because it's just really clear and straightforward. So in the awareness stage, it's about either, you know, educational content. And the the key theme when you were talking about it was like this how to, whether it's videos, written content. Yeah, these, these how-to type pieces of mm. content and then the entertaining content, which you and Dan are really good at. <laughs> How do you come up with the ideas? <laughs> um,
1: well, we we have a lot of meetings to come up with ideas. Lloyd, Lloyd is an ideas man. He nice. is. He's really big on ideas. So he's, yeah, he's really good at coming up with ideas. Also, we consume a lot of content. So mm. we consume stuff from all different walks of life and that kind of really helps us to... To, to see what's working in a kind of like see what's working in a non-business setting because yeah. we know that business people who we want to reach are still people that like non-businessy stuff. So it's trying to like incorporate the, those kind of things.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. You should say that. And I'm going to go a little bit off, off piece now just because, mm. um, like the consumption of content for for me, it's really changed. So when I first started out, I was consuming a huge amount of content, and then I think I just reached saturation point where I felt that mm. it was kind of stifling my own um, my own ideas and my own, mm. you know, not giving me the chance to generate my own opinions about things. Yeah, um, I get that. But, yeah, but now I'm starting to think, well, maybe you know, I need to maybe you know immerse myself in that again, how do you kind of find that balance?
1: I mean, I, I did something quite scary the other day, which is I went, I downloaded that moments app. Have you okay. heard of that? When no. it, it shows you how much time you spend on your phone and what you spend time. Uh,
0: on. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I,
1: I think compared to you, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of, I think I'm way past that saturation stage. And I just, I, I think one of the days I'll spend like five or six hours on my phone, but this is, I, I, I basically, manage all of the stuff I do with work off my phone and stuff yeah. so but I I think I I personally think I just consume way too much I think I've just got in that cycle of it's just a habit to consume stuff to watch videos and stuff so I, I don't know I feel like I'm not the best person to give advice about <laughs> okay. not consuming loads of content because I think I'm off the spectrum and I need to do something about it
0: <laughs> I'll ask someone else yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'll> ask Lloyd <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Lloyd's really, Lloyd's actually the opposite and he's really good at managing himself. And I know that with this app, I haven't turned it on, but with this app, you can set yourself limits and things like that. Um, so potentially look at the app and just, just monitor how much time you're spending. And
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting because you do need to, you do need to consume, especially if mm. you're involved in the marketing industry, so mm. you need to see what's yeah. going on. But exactly. yeah, so, um, so I, had, app- I had one
1: more, one more thing, sorry, one more thing just to go back to the awareness stage yeah. I have I have this in my head that I want to tell you about to it it <laughs> um, another example you know we've mentioned educational content entertaining content another kind of pillar to that is yeah. content that um that intrigues and kind of inspires your target market to start thinking about working with you
0: okay so
1: not working with you but the, sorry sorry it, it's it's kind of not educating, but it's kind of educating your audience to show them that they've got that problem and to show them that why it might be worth kind of got working with a business like yours. So here's an example. Here's an example, because that was a rubbish way of explaining it. <laughs> but one of our clients is a big kitchen manufacturer. Okay. Right? So so when we started working with them, we produced um, a load of videos, and mm-hmm. a lot of the video content that we produced for the awareness stage was based around... Um, talking about reasons why you may want to to switch your kitchen supplier, because um, a lot of the big chains, big big kind of kitchen supplier chains, I'm not going to name them all, but some of the big chains out there, lots of um, builders developers go to these chains just because it's what they're used to, mm. whereas the kitchen supplier we're working with is a bit smaller than a big national chain, but they've got lots of benefits about working with them and that they, they truly understand the industry and they understand the kinds of bad things that these big chains do that they shouldn't, not that they should bad things, but like they're not doing things that well, basically. Mm-hmm. So we create content around three alarm bells to show that it may be time to switch supplier. You know, um, Why you should consider working with a new kitchen supplier, just to kind of inspire those people to start thinking. Hmm, should Mm. I start? Should I look for a new kitchen supplier? Is my current kitchen supplier doing those things? Like trying to trigger those people to think. Ah, yeah, it might be time to switch. To give them that awareness that it's time to switch.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I think we all get we all get stuck in not roots, but we all have habits, don't we? And like you say, Mm. especially in that kind of trade, it's it's. As much as anything, it's about just what you're used to, isn't it? And you know, people will be used mm. to, you know, having a crack with a certain guy that they speak to when they go in and get the new kitchen and all the rest of it. And it wouldn't yeah. even necessarily cross the mind that you know they exactly. need exactly about another option.
1: So it's 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 kind of making them aware of not just in that sense, making them aware of the problems that they have mm. that mm. you can then later on talk about how they can solve them. It's kind of giving them that awareness of are you have you noticed these things have you got this problem with this kind of thing and then when we move on to the next bit we you know it'll be more about talking about how can they solve those problems who can help them to solve those problems
0: yeah okay so yeah it's making people aware that they've got a problem in the first place <clears throat> that aware. was a very
1: <laughs> way of saying i like that <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like that one if you think of another example I like that example but if you think of another one throughout this just shout because I
1: yeah sorry I just get excited when I think of um stuff that's relevant and then
0: (laughs) yeah no no no, it's a really good one that though um Mm. because yeah I'm just trying to think how different kind of businesses can apply that to them so I'll have that mulling around in my head for a while now but um Mm. okay so that's the awareness stage and then obviously. So what, what happens then when people have become aware that they've got these problems, they've been entertained, drawn in by your mm. content, they've learned something, what mm. then moves them on to the consideration phase?
1: Um, I think by producing good content in that awareness sta- awareness stage, if you're producing good enough content that's answering the right questions, then you're going to be nudging them to that consideration mm. stage. Um, And you've got to understand that not everyone that consumes your awareness stage content is gonna suddenly suddenly be considering working with you. It doesn't work like that, but there will be a percentage of those people that will continuously start to see that type of content. And eventually they'll be at the right place for them to then move and think, hmm, maybe we do need to do this. So I guess there's not one kind of specific thing you do to move them to that consideration stage. It's more about creating great content, educational, entertaining, inspiring content that shows people that they may have a problem that you could solve and that gets them thinking about about who they can work with. Mm -hmm. And and what you actually need to do, rather than what you need to do to move them to that stage, it's producing the right things in the consideration stage so that you're the one, uh, you're giving them the right content in the right places to show that you're the right solution for that problem. Does that make sense?
0: It does, definitely. So yeah, it, I mean, you, like you say, you can't necessarily move someone from one stage to another, but because there'll be so many different factors at play, such as, you mm. know, what's going on in their business or in their life and all the rest of mm. it. But um, it's just making sure that the content that they need when they do get to that stage is there and ready and waiting and And,
1: and it's, just one more point on that. So, yeah. so, um, the The way that we make this really work well is by using Facebook ads and Instagram ads because you can very clearly see with setting up a Facebook and Instagram ad funnel you can very clearly see or identify where someone is in the funnel based on the actions they take okay. so so just to give you an example so for us when you're when we're setting up the the awareness piece of content um in in the funnel an uh, educational piece of content or entertaining or inspiring um we can then track and see who is watching that video for x amount of time because that that shows us if someone's consistently watching multiple pieces of awareness video content from a customer or from us we know they've got some kind of interest in what we're talking about you know mm. our, our our um our um not our what's it goldfish's um attention span that was a word our attention spans <laughs> are um are so like low you know that if someone's watching your content for x amount of time consistently they're interested so what you can then do with facebook ads is you can retarget people who have consumed x amount of content with a consideration stage piece of content does that make sense
0: definitely yeah yeah that's brilliant if you can get um you can get stats on things like that it's a real insight isn't it but Mm -hmm. um I guess as well. Just before we move on to consideration, I guess the people in the awareness stage—they could be there for um, five hours. They could be there for five days, or they could be there for five. Well, I don't know whether they'll be there for five years, depending on what the service or product is. But I guess it just really depends, doesn't it? Some people.
1: Well, it's really interesting you say that because um, it's way more for us. It's way more that they're in there for a, a, um, a fairly. Decent amount of time, and yeah. and we have contact with them from multiple angles. So one thing that we find personally with our agency is, we have a we have someone use our con our start a conversation page on our website to make contact and say, hey, we want to chat with you to work with you. Mm-hmm. And when we dive into that, we look back and we can see that they watched me speak at an event a year ago. They mm-hmm. um, signed up to our email list six months ago. They spoke to Lloyd on the phone once. They went to a networking event and saw me there, and we had a chat you know, one thing we've learned over the last three and a half years of running the the agency is there's no one, like, tactic, there's no one, you know, just create good social media content, content, there's multiple things that need to be implemented consistently, Mm -hmm. you need to have that whole traditional thing of, like, 10 touch points with your customers, or whatever it is, Um, but it's so true, like, and it's probably more than that, it needs to be, that's why you need to be doing this stuff consistently, you need to be consistently creating content, consistently networking, consistently going to events consistently speaking on stage. If, if that's one part of your kind of marketing strategy, you need to be doing these things consistently There's no one thing. So they, you know, lots of people stay in the awareness stage for us for X amount of time because they're kind of like psyching us out to see, are these people we potentially want to work with? Let's see another piece of content that's really informative and entertaining. I think, Oh, they're, you know, they're good guys. They see you speak at an event, and it all kind of adds up together to, 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 to nudge them. I guess that's the way you nudge them to the next stage by consistently doing this stuff,
0: yeah, definitely. So, once you've nudged them into the consideration <laughs> phase, <laughs> booted them, there. give them a good old
1: nudge, yeah, boot them <laughs> down there.
0: So, what is um, what would you say? How does the content change basically from, from that, from the awareness stage to the consideration <laughs> stage?
1: So, um the content is much less it, it's not so much kind of educational and entertaining it's more about answering the questions that someone who's considering working with you will have okay. so so recently we we realized that um you know we do all this stuff for our clients and then we looked at our own content and we actually we've been really good at creating awareness educational, entertaining-based content, but for our own agency, we have hardly created any content for this consideration stage. So so if we recently created a video, which we published last week, um, around FAQs for people who are considering working with us, so I really recommend everyone to go and look at that on our blog, KPS Digital Marketing blog, because that will literally show you all, this, all the kinds of questions, but it's things like, um, what's the process if someone wants to work with you? How much does it cost to work with you? who Who is a good fit to work with you who I saw a, a post from Marcus Sheridan on LinkedIn the other day, which was so relevant to where we were at, at the moment and it was he said that on your services page you should be saying you should be outlining the type of people that you that aren't a good fit to work with you just because you don't you want to be kind of we you don't want you don't want people to 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 be contacting you to work with you if they're not going to be a good fit you know if you're not going to be a good fit for each other so it's it's basically answering every single question, someone who's who's thinking, hmm, these guys look or this girl looks good to work with, but I wanna I want that question answered. I want that question answered. It's giving them all of those things so that they can have the information to then go to the next step.
0: Yeah, and it's on their time, isn't it? You your your content is qualifying them essentially, isn't it? So it's saving you as much as anything, saving you all that time on the phone to them or Exactly. And-, and
1: I think I think um, you end up you end up getting much higher quality leads. Basically, yeah. you end up the, the the people who contact you because you've got all this. You know, we're not we're not there at the moment. We've got loads more stuff to content to create for the consideration stage. But but by by doing this stuff, you're going to get much higher quality leads who are um, and it will kind of weed out the people who you aren't a good fit to work. for work with each other for sure
0: yeah i i definitely think that i completely agree with that. i think you get much more motivated clients as well because they get excited about what mm. you're doing and kind exactly. of exactly replicate that for their business um
1: exactly one, one thing we noticed um was that you know when we first started out in business we were like we want to work with everyone we need we need income we want to work with everyone
0: which but, is normal yeah it's yeah
1: but over over time you start to learn that and one big thing that we kind of um we kind of learned was that the people that we that we ever really really had to persuade to work with us so they may have shown a bit of a sign that they're interested but if we then had to keep like really trying to persuade them sometimes we'd convert those those customers but then they'd always be the ones that um are never quite happy enough or, or you know it was probably wasn't the right time for them to work with us but because we persuaded them so I know it's weird because sales is basically persuading someone to do something but for us we we stay away from like persuasive like really like come on come and work with us and we do more of like we've been speaking about putting content out there to show the good stuff we do that, that was another thing actually another thing of the awareness stage sorry Mm. was to show the great work you do that's something we've started okay. doing a lot recently so when so for example when we recently did a video shoot with the gym client we did a it was a really cool shoot with we were filming a, a commonwealth gold medalist um, a drag artist five wrestlers and it was a really cool shoot so we did a little video just to show people that and from that we've since had leads through the website saying about video shoots and mm. you know showing that good stuff that you do that that really gets people excited about working with you
0: yeah it's a it's a good feeling isn't it and I, when you first start out with content marketing it can be soul destroying, can't it when you just you know you put stuff out there and you get nothing back and mm. it seems to go on forever but then when you start to kind of gain traction you really you do see the benefits don't you and it is the best the best feeling but you do have to kind of push through that um that yeah time.
1: i think i yeah. think you you obviously had andrew and pete on who are mates of ours a while yeah. ago one thing they're um, they're really good at, and we really admire, is they they're really good at building community. So they've they've built up. They always get comments and engagement on everything because mm. they've spent so much time building this community of people who really care about them and their you know and, and they they do great stuff with their community. And so yeah, I think I think that whole element of not just trying to find customers to work with and get them to contact you it's about building a community of people online who comment on each other's stuff and, and share each other's content because that that will help you reach other people who you could potentially want to work with you as well
0: yeah absolutely so once people have um got their sort of consideration phase content <laughs> in place
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: is that that presumably that the point at which um people come to them then is there is there anything else to consider after the content yeah
1: Yeah. so this is kind of the the stage when people considering working with you some are going to take that next next step which is usually kind of contacting you and some aren't so the main kind of focus around this stage is you want to make it as easy as possible for someone to contact you Mm -hmm. right so so for example um i'll give you a couple of examples so for us we we rebuilt our website recently and we really wanted a strong focus to be around our one call to action that we want everyone to take when they're ready to to contact us so we we built a start a conversation button and page which and we've dotted that button around we've used the same color for that button everywhere across the website we've really tried to guide everything we do around getting someone to start a conversation with us and making it as easy as possible because that's ultimately want we, what we want people to do. So yeah, it's important to make sure your website, if, if that's the main way people are gonna contact you, um, mm. is is kind of optimized for that one call to action or if it's calling you or whatever it is, you need to just make it as clear and easy as possible across the board, what do you want people to do to get in touch with you? So that's that's one example. Mm. A second example for a different type of business. So if you're, say, an e-commerce business, um, you know rather than contacting you that's us cuz we're an agency it will be making a purchase it will be actually like pressing the purchase button and going through that stage so um again you want it to be as easy as possible for that person to make that purchase and make that process as streamlined as possible so an example um i've got is we we worked with a big product marketing company that builds that that sells all of these gadgets online all of these kind of kitchenware gadgets and and one of the problems we had initially with them was we were doing all this great stuff. We were sending loads of traffic to their product pages, mm. but um the the conversion rate was very small. So like all these people going to the page and then not as many people as we expected were purchasing. And we really, really dived into that and we looked at each product page and um we made some, some big, big check. We actually bought an external conversion optimization consultant in and he really helped us. With this, with this customer by doing things like um, having video reviews on the page, um, clearly stating the price, clearly stating the delivery times, making it as few clicks as possible to go from, I'm looking at the product to buying it. And one really important tip, if there's anyone listening or watching that does run an e-commerce business, the best possible advice I've ever got for you is just go to Amazon, look at everything they put on a product page and that is your, that is your like, if you can aim for that, if you get anywhere near that, then you, your your product pages will be crazily optimized. Because if you look at what they've got, they've got like the whole, like people's questions answered. People have just written questions and other people have answered them. They've got the review system. They've got loads of photos and videos of the products. They're, they're giving that consumer or that potential customer, everything they need to make that decision very easily. And they make the process very streamlined and, and smooth.
0: Yeah. The amount of, I think delivery is a big one. The amount of times that I've gone to want to buy something, but then because it's not immediately obvious how yeah. long it's going to take for me to get this product, I just mm. leave it and go and get it somewhere else. So that possibly-
1: and it's, um Amazon are actually making it more difficult for e-commerce companies because, as consumers, we're like we all buy stuff off Amazon all the time, and like they've got it down to a T. So, for everyone else, it's it's much more difficult to um, to be able to, to to get to that level. You look like you've paused.
0: Is she back? I'm back. You're back. You're back. <laughs> oh, thank
1: God. <laughs> You're stuck with me then.
0: Good old high-speed internet here. in. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly pressed end broadcast and I was like, no, just refresh the page. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you are still You're back. So that's great. Yeah. So um, one of the final things I wanted to just ask you was about um, for each of the different stages, obviously there's different types of content, but would you say there are particular forms of content and particular mm-hmm. well forms of content really that work best for each stage and also where does where do you cho- where does social media i know social media is is everything and everywhere but mm-hmm. um is social media as relevant for example in the consideration stage as it is in the awareness stage so kind of it's just mixing quest up quest. my question about social media and about good all good the quest different quest. forms of content and just throwing mm-hmm. that at you
1: right, right. so <laughs> many questions in one go yeah let me try, and try. So, um, so the first one about um, the types of content and things that are good. Um, so, yeah, so so the main focus you as a business owner, as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, need to focus on with your content is triggering some kind of emotion in the consumer, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're like human, as humans, we're emotional beings. We take action when some kind of emotion is triggered so we share content we comment on content we tag our friends in content when it triggers some kind of emotion in in us so at every stage of the especially the awareness stage especially because that's where you're really drawing people in that you can then retarget on with Facebook and things at that awareness stage you really need to be triggering some kind of emotion and trying to be creative hi Daniel Barker
0: um, I was thinking about to. Danielle Barker, actually, when we were talking about e-commerce, That and I knew oh, it was really? really relevant for her. Danielle makes the most amazing craft boxes, sells them oh, online. Wow. So I was thinking, Danielle, you need to, cool. you need to hear this. So I'm glad she's heard that.
1: <laughs> good, good, good. Um, and, yeah, so tri- triggering emotion, it's really, really important. Um, and you need to think creatively. You need to be different and creative. But how do you be creative? Well, one of the ways you, you, you're creative with your content is, you do stuff differently to everyone else. Like, yeah. And here's some examples of that. So one example is, and I show this in the talks I do, is um, Unilad. Unilad is the big online publication and they team up with, with brands um, to create content that triggers people's emotions and gets them to take action. Yeah. And one example is um, they, they teamed up with um, an app called Badoo, which is kind of like Tinder. and one really cool way that they were creative was rather than just um, creating content about this app's really cool, go and use it. They basically gave the app to elderly people and filmed elderly people using it and getting used to it. And it's just hilarious. They The elderly people are like making all these funny comments and stuff. You just have to go and watch it. But um, that's a great example of how you could think differently and be creative. Another one is a uh, lot of the stuff that On The Tools do. On The Tools is a big um, Facebook page based around targeting people in the trades and construction industry so builders plumbers all of that kind of stuff carpenters and they team up with big big brands in that space to create entertaining fun content for their audience they did um they've done loads of good stuff but one thing they did was they teamed up with um a waterproofing range brand which waterproof stuff I don't know much about it but it's a waterproofing brand and they basically did this whole um parody of the it horror film have you heard of the It's oh, right
0: yeah, yeah like yeah.
1: A, a clown in a drain and they <laughs> they one big part of it is where they float a boat down and it goes into the drain and they basically painted the waterproofing proofing range on the bottom and did this whole parody sketch you just gotta watch it um <laughs> these are the these are the types of people that you can get inspiration from to be creative <laughs> yourself so i guess to summarize one of the one of the most important things is consume content from creators, publications, Facebook pages, who are doing this stuff really well. Um, and there's, there's loads out there.
0: Yeah, which ties in nicely, actually, to my question to you about consuming content. So yeah, mm. it is, like you say, follow and, the people who seem to be getting yeah. with it and doing a good job.
1: And yeah. the other um, the other question you asked was about, at each different stage of the kind of where the customer is in their journey, what's more relevant, social media, website and that kind of thing so um so at the top of the funnel awareness social media is always going to be a big big one because it's where you can get discovered with with things like facebook ads instagram ads you can easily reach the people that you want completely cold audiences with educational entertaining inspiring content so that that's one area where we and for everyone social media is a great one also through Google, so through creating blogs, through, through SEO and that kind of thing. So if you're, if you're creating content on your website that answers your customers' questions and you optimise it for SEO, then you're likely to get found. That's another one. Um, other things like PPC ads is another one in the awareness stage. Mm. And When you get to the consideration stage, this is where you want to be creating content in your website mainly to kind of give that, that, that website visitor when they've discovered you, they tend to click on your website, then giving them all the answers on all your service pages, your contact page that they want to know. Um, you know, making sure you've got case studies and testimonials is another huge, huge one for giving them that information that they want in the consideration in consideration stage. Um, and then when it gets to the purchase, which is, which is mainly going to be on your website, That's that's usually where most people contact you. Um, It's going through your website. And finally, the loyalty bit where you want to get repeat customers, email marketing. I know some people say it's dead, but email marketing is a great, great way to bring back repeat business. One very, very quick example. Um, We work with a really great brand that produces water bottles, really cool water bottles. So they sold millions of these water bottles and they they do a great job of of re-engaging old customers through their their email list of the, which is thousands and thousands of of previous customers, and they get a lot of sales through that through there from previous customers because they put offers on and and that kind of thing. So email marketing is really good for the uh, loyalty stage.
0: Yeah, brilliant. I've got so many notes here. It's um, good. Look, I'll show you. Wow,
1: that is a good old page of notes. That's
0: a good old A4 page of notes right there and um, i just love the way that we've you know gone through it stage by stage and the fact that you had so many examples because i think that's what really um makes it hit home and really helps people understand it is when you throw examples and you've got loads yeah. of. Them. so yeah that's...
1: Well, i mean if if anyone watches or listens and they've got questions about how this could apply to their own business just comment on wherever this is going to be or tweet us and we'll and i'll answer or you you know we'll get will help them out
0: that's great would you just let everybody know where they can find you on twitter and everywhere else on the web they want to do yes
1: um i guess the easiest thing to do would just be to go on our website kpsdigitalmarketing.co.uk all of the links to our socials our blog is all kind of in one place there if you just scroll down on the home page so um yeah you'll find you'll find everything on there
0: brilliant oh thank you so much do you know what Dan? i feel like you need to write a book
1: really yeah. oh no i need to learn more stuff first
0: <laughs> a couple of years then but yeah
1: yeah oh, no, i know will. i will at some point when i'm when i'm um a bit better at what i do i will <laughs> i want to be i want to be a pro i want to be like the world's greatest and that then i'll write a book
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> well you're already well on the way done so oh thanks Fab. Thanks right, lovely to chat to you and um catch up with you soon. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: All right. Thanks, Dan. Bye. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.